You've heard the scriptures as they were read, as we shared the Christmas story. This morning I shared about Mary and how she accepted the invitation to become the mother of Jesus. It was a big task and one that she committed to after hearing the invitation from God through an angel. Fast forward nine months and we arrive at a day like today. She who was very pregnant was traveling with Joseph, her husband, her husband-to-be, going towards Bethlehem to be registered for the census. By the, by the way, guys, don't ever do that to your wives if they're pregnant in nine months alone. Don't take them on a ride to Bethlehem on a donkey. Just not a good idea. Can you imagine how she must have felt as she traveled for the census? Do you wonder if she had any regrets at that moment and going, what have I gotten myself into? Joseph was obliged to go for the census. It was ordained for everyone, so he had no choice. When they arrived at the city, the time for her to deliver the child came. Now, can you imagine that interaction between Joseph and Mary? She goes, Joseph, the baby is coming. And he goes, I know Mary very soon. And she's like, no, 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 I don't think you understand me. Like now. Like find a place. Like this baby is coming today. Guys make reservations. Joseph didn't do it. He didn't have a place for them to stay. The scripture says that they went looking for a place and there was none to be found. Many people had come for the census. The sooty had swollen up. Every place was taken. And now they had to deliver the baby in a manger. Again, Mary must have been full of grace because Joseph lived to tell about it. At the same time, the scripture tells us there were shepherds in the field that night. They were watching their sheep. They were taking care of their own things. And all of a sudden, an angel stands before them and shines brightly before them. To be honest, it must have scared them to death. Can you imagine you're out in the dark of the fields where only the stars give you light? And all of a sudden, something so bright and so potent as an angel appears before you. I wonder if they battled the urge to run. I wonder if some of them fell on their face on the ground, not knowing what this meant. But at that moment, that angel stood before them and let them know that they didn't need to be afraid, that he was bringing good news of great joy for all people. So what was the good news? A Messiah has been born, and you'll be able to find him because he will be the child laying wrapped in bands of cloth in a manger. You see, not many babies were born in mangers. It was one way to find him, right? Then as it, the announcement went on, that angel was accompanied by an impressive group of multitude of angels from the heavenly host, praising God and singing glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, 
people among those whom he favors. Now that must have been some choir. That must have been some incredible music. Can you imagine those angels praising God for the birth of his son and announcing to all that everything was about to change for the rest of our story? That from now on, there would be a way to reach salvation through Jesus, that he had come for all people and that he had come from the root of David. Well, when the angels left and went back to heaven, the scripture tells us that the shepherds looked at what each other and said, I guess we're going to Bethlehem. I guess we have to go check this out and see what has happened. And so can you imagine this bunch of shepherds, probably dirty, probably dusty. They've been out in the fields with all these flocks of sheep because you can't leave them out in the wilderness going into, into Bethlehem and stopping at every stable and every place that they find and saying, has a child been born here tonight? Where is he? The scripture tells us that they knew what city to go to, which tells us that they knew the scriptures that promised that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. And finally, they found the child just as the angels had told them, lying in a manger, and they shared with Mary and Joseph what they had experienced that night. We learn from the shepherds that good news is meant to be shared. When you hear something good, you want to tell someone else. You want to make sure that they know about it. You want to spread it all around. Don't be like some of my high school friends that they always wanted to tell me the worst thing that they saw or the most horrible thing they had heard. Be someone who shares the good news and the good stories of what God has done through Jesus Christ. The shepherds having visited and told Mary and Joseph everything that they had witnessed that night left glorifying God and praising God for everything they had seen. I'm pretty sure those shepherds were never the same. Can you imagine the next time they went out in the fields and kept looking around to see if any angels would show up? Can you imagine the many friends who they told the story about these angels that came to them in the wilderness? And can you imagine how many people they told of the baby they found in a manger who was the promised Messiah that would come? Today we are here because Christmas is more than just a day. It is an ongoing story of good news worth sharing and worth telling to everyone we meet. It is a story that changes our lives and our futures. It gives us hope of eternal life. It reminds us of the promise of the Messiah that was to come and came. And it reminds us that one day he has said that he will come again. Today, as we celebrate the Christmas story like the shepherds, we're invited to take this good news and share it with the world. We're invited to leave this place and tell somebody about Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who came into the world to live as one of us so that he could show us the way to the Father. We're about to enter the candlelight portion of this service. 
a reminder that Jesus came as the light of the world, but that Jesus came to give himself away, to bring his light and then put that light in each and every single one of us so that we could share it with those around us. As we celebrate this candlelight portion of the service, we are reminded that it is up to us to carry and share the light of Christ. It is up to you and I to make sure that when people see us, they see the light of Jesus shining brightly. And it is up to us to make an impact in the darkness that we see around us in the world. This is good news. It is worth sharing. And not just tonight, but every single day of the year. Because let me tell you, Jesus is the Messiah yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forever. He doesn't become less of a Messiah after Christmas, and he's not any less of a Messiah before then. Today, we're going to invite you to light your candle. As you do so, please remember that you're committing to receive Jesus in your life and to share Jesus with others. We're going to do that as we sing Silent Night. And so we're going to invite you to stand where you are, and we're going to begin lighting the candles from the front at the center aisles, and you will be lighting the candles outward in each pew.
even though these candles will go out, my prayer for you is that the light of Christ will continue to shine through you and in you for the rest of your life as you lead other people to know Jesus as Lord, Messiah, and Savior.